Hey, this is Khalil Ekelona, host of No More Normal. Today and for the rest of the legislative session, we'll be bringing you short daily updates on everything going on in the Roundhouse. It's a part of our joint project, Your New Mexico Government, brought to you by funding from the Thornburg Foundation. Here are our partners with New Mexico PBS with today's highlights and rundown. Good morning, Khalil, and happy Wednesday one and all. Today is March 17th of 2021, and I am your host for this YNMG, your New Mexico government update, Kevin McDonald, an executive producer at New Mexico PBS. We have now reached the point where there are three and a half days left in the session. That is all to get a ton of business done. So it is going to be a sprint for sure for lawmakers, lots of long days. They've already started, but they will continue through Saturday at noon, and we will keep you up to date on as much as humanly possible in this fast-moving time. I want to start this morning with something we have talked about before. That's House Joint Resolution 1. This is the measure that would have us pull more money from the land-grant permanent fund in New Mexico to pay for early childhood education programs. It is headed now to the full Senate for a vote, which is historic for those who have been trying to push this through for years now. It has not ever made it this far before, but time provided, there will be a vote in the full Senate on this after it moved forward out of Senate finance on a 7-4 to party line vote. Again, this is the first time to make it as far as it has. It was amended and changed in Senate Finance, though. We should mention that. Uh, Actually, the change was to take more money from the $22 billion land-grant permanent fund than the initial proposal. Initially, it was to increase the take from 5% to 6%, but the amendment from Senator Jacob Condelaria would have us jump to 6.25%, up again from 5%, pulling from the Permanent Land Grant Fund to pay for these uh, early childhood education programs. In addition, one of the other big changes was that with that increased take from the Permanent Land Grant Fund, some of that money would also go to K-12 through programs, whereas before it was all pre-K programs, uh, and so the split would be 60% going to pre-K, 40% going to K-12 through programs. I uh, should mention that with this amendment, the drawdown on the Permanent Land Grant Fund would be halted if the fund were ever to drop below $17 billion. We know that Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham supports this plan, but even if it gets to her desk and she signs it, this one is one that would have to go to you, the voter, for a final decision. And so if it makes it to her desk and she signs it, look for that on the November 2022 ballot. All right, House Bill 4, something else you've heard us talk a lot about. This is the Civil Rights Bill that was really um, inspired or uh, drawn out from uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter movement over the summer uh, when uh, so many civil rights issues came to the forefront. Uh, George Floyd in Minnesota, for instance, 
and uh, lawmakers have been working since a special session last year to really reform police and create this civil rights bill. Uh, it passed out of the full Senate on a 26 to 15 vote. Uh, it does need to go back to the House for concurrence as there are some changes to it. If the House does not uh, vote to concur, then there would be a conference committee to try to resolve those differences. Uh, again, you've heard us talk about this, but House Bill 4 would end qualified immunity as a defense in state civil courts. Right now, if you have a case like George Floyd, where someone feels like police or another government agency has violated their civil rights, uh, those lawsuits have to happen in federal court where qualified immunity is in place and can make that very difficult. HB4 would allow for a path in state court for these lawsuits where folks feel their civil rights have been violated. Now, House Bill 4 did uh, undergo a major amendment yesterday, and that came from the bill sponsor himself, Senator Joe Cervantes. It would make attorney's fees subject to a judicial review and added that uh, someone suing law enforcement or government agency must notify the police of the lawsuit, uh, police or the agency, I should say, within one year after an alleged event occurs. That uh, The idea there being that that public agency could begin recovering records and conducting interviews and preparing. Also, House Bill 4 now sets a cap of $2 million in damages for any lawsuit that is brought. So some changes there, but House Bill 4 through the Senate, back over to the House, and then potentially on its way to the governor's desk. House Bill 20, we talked about this yesterday. This is the paid sick leave bill, uh, the healthy workforce bill. Uh, it was added to the Senate Judiciary Docket um, day before yesterday at the request of House Judiciary Chairman Joe Cervantes, and it actually passed out of that committee yesterday on a close 5-4 to four vote. Under House Bill 20, private employees would earn up to 64 hours of paid sick leave a year, and this would tentatively start in July of 2022. It was amended in the judiciary, though, to require the same sick leave be earned by government employees, and uh, supporters of House Bill 20 say that's already the case, but it is there in law now if this goes all the way through. Uh, further debate obviously continued about what the impact of this would be on small businesses, of which we have a ton of in New Mexico, but it did make it out of Senate Judiciary and is now headed to the full Senate for a vote. Again, that's the sick paid sick leave, House Bill 20. You've also heard us talk a lot about the cannabis legalization efforts, primarily House Bill 12, Senate Bill 288. And it's uh, not a lot of action there over the last week, really. It's waiting to be heard in Senate Judiciary as well and uh, has not even been on the agenda or one, in one case, Senate Bill 288 was on an agenda and then pulled off. And our partner in the Growing Forward podcast, uh, Andy Lyman from New Mexico Political Report, will link to it here. But he's done some some digging here and found that basically... Um, the chairman of Senate Judiciary, Joe Cervantes, said he's been waiting for the bill sponsors to work out some details and bring that back before he scheduled it. 
Apparently that has now happened. It is on the agenda for today in Senate Judiciary, although I can't give you an exact time because it depends a lot on when the floor sessions wrap up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that here in a minute, but a reminder, you can always find out when things are happening and watch the webcast, all of those things, by heading to nmpbs.org and clicking on the roundhouse there on the front page. But that may uh, see some real movement today. Uh, Senator Cervantes telling Andy Lyman that there is still time to get legalization through, um, but time will definitely tell on that one. All right, I want to talk about House Bill 2. This is the main order of business for the legislature, the budget. Uh, it has passed Senate Finance Committee and moved to the Senate floor on a 6-4 to four vote. The budget as it stands now, $7.4 billion, which is an increase of about 4.8% and does rely heavily on federal stimulus funds, those one-time funds. Um, it would triple the state's investment in the Governor's Opportunity Scholarship Program from $5 million to $16 million. And the budget also includes 1.5% pay raises for most state employees and teachers. So one last step there uh, on the Senate floor, and uh, that main order of business will be taken care of. We'll see when that happens. Also want to mention on the budget side, House Bill 285. This is the capital outlay package, uh, roughly $518 million for various projects. And, of course, this year we've talked a lot about how broadband is a priority the governor wants lawmakers to focus on. It made it through the House yesterday on a unanimous vote, which is very rare. So it flew through the House and is now headed to the Senate. So we'll see where that goes. Also want to point out House Joint Resolution 13. This one would actually change how legislative sessions happen in New Mexico. You may remember in even years, the session is only 30 days, whereas odd years like this one, they're 40 or 60 days. And House Joint Resolution 13 would change it from 30 days to 45 days in even years. Uh, and the idea there, obviously, giving lawmakers more time to get the work done. We've talked a lot about how our legislature is still a citizen legislature, so these folks have um, limited time to get their work done because it is not a full-time paid job. So this is another attempt to get around that or to change that. Uh, House Joint Resolution 13 would also uh, allow for the filing of legislation during those uh, off years, those even years, to more than just what is on the governor's agenda, which is the way it works now. That House Joint Resolution 13 is scheduled to be heard in Senate Rules Committee today at 9 a.m. if you're interested in that. On the Senate side, other committees meeting today, there's Senate Finance, Senate Judiciary, Health and Public Affairs Committee, the Senate Rules Committee, and Indian Rural and Cultural Affairs Committee. And on the House side, you've got Tax and Rev, Education, State Government, Elections, and Indian Affairs Committee, as well as the House Judiciary Committee. Again, don't have strong times for you there. It'll depend a lot on the floor sessions. The full House is scheduled to convene at 1 p.m. today. There is no floor calendar posted for the Senate, but they've usually been starting with a floor session at about 11.30 a.m. So uh, 
again, if you're trying to keep track of things as they change during these last days and hours, best thing you can do is go to nmpbs.org and click on the legislative coverage link there. You get the webcast, the schedules, links to bills, lawmakers, you name it. But no doubt another busy day ahead. We'd love to hear what you're following and tracking in these final days. And we will be back with a a new update tomorrow morning for you. Until then, stay safe and stay healthy. This has been a Your NM Government legislative update from our partners at NMPBS. I'm Namono host Khalil Ekelona. Before you go, leave us a review. It really helps us out. And a quick reminder to tune in this Sunday at 11 a.m. on KUNM 89.9 FM for a new episode of Namono.